had a lovely little apartment in a sort of block near... A little apartment? I told you clearly I want a house. Well, an apartment's a house, isn't it? What else is it? A tent? No, an apartment is not a house. It's you Sicilians who confuse the matter by calling an apartment a house, whereas when I say house, I mean house. Would you like me to be more specific? I want you to find a freestanding single-family residence. The estate agents in Vigata laughed in his face. What, you think you can come in on the 16th of July and have found a house by the sea for the 1st of August? It was all let a long time ago. But they'd told him to leave his telephone number. If by chance somebody cancelled at the last minute, they would let him know. And a miracle had happened at the very moment he had given up hope. Hello, Inspector Montalbano. This is the Aurora Estate Agency. A nice little villa by the sea has come free, the sort of thing you were looking for. It's at Marina di Monterreale in the Pizzo district. But you better come over quickly, because we're about to close. He'd left in the middle of an interrogation and rushed to the agency. From the photos, it was exactly what Livia wanted. He'd arranged that Mr. Calara, the agency boss, would pick him up the following morning at around nine o'clock to show him the house, which was less than six miles from Marinella, Montalbano realised that six miles on the road to Monterreale at the height of summer could as easily mean five minutes as two hours, depending on traffic. Too bad. Livia and Laura would have to make do. It couldn't be helped. The following morning, as soon as he got into the car, Calara started to talk and didn't stop. He began with recent history, recounting how the house had been let to a certain Giacolino, a clerk in Cremona, who had paid the required deposit. But just last night, Giacolino had phoned the agency, saying his wife's mother had had an accident, so they couldn't leave Cremona for the time being. And the agency had rung him, Montalbano, straight away. Next, Mr. Calara had delved into history. That was, he had told him in full detail how and why the house had been built. Some six years ago, an old fellow of about seventy, who went by the name of Angelo Speciale, Monterealese by birth, but an emigrant to Germany, where he'd worked for the rest of his life, had decided to build himself this house so he could come back to his hometown once and for all with his German wife. This German wife, whose name was Gudrun, was a widow with a twenty-year-old son called Ralph. Got that? Got it. Well, Angelo Speciale had come to Monteleale in the company of his stepson, Ralph, and gone around for a month looking for the right location. When he'd found it and bought it, he went to see Mr. Spitaleri, the developer, and asked him to draw up the plans. He'd waited a year and more for the construction to be completed. Ralph had stayed with him all the time. Then they went back to Germany to have their furniture and other possessions shipped to Monteleale. But a weird thing happened. Since Angelo Speciale didn't like flying, they had taken the train. When they got to Cologne Station, however, Mr. Speciale couldn't find his stepson, who had been travelling in the bunk above his. Ralph's suitcase was still in the compartment, but there was no trace of him. The night conductor said he hadn't seen anyone leave the train at any of the earlier stops. In short, Ralph had disappeared. Did they ever find him? Would you believe it, Inspector? They never did. From that moment on, no one ever heard from him again. And did Mr. Speciale move into the house? That's the best part. He never did. Poor Mr. Speciale. 
He hadn't been back in Cologne a month before he fell down the stairs, hit his head and died. What about the twice-widowed Mrs. Gudrun? Did she come down here to live? What was she going to do here, poor thing, without her husband or son? She called us three years ago and told us to let the house. And since then we have, but only in the summer. Why not during the rest of the year? It's too isolated, Inspector. You'll see for yourself. It was indeed isolated. One got there by turning off the provincial road onto an uphill track with only a rustic cottage, another slightly less rustic cottage, and at the end, the house. There were hardly any trees or other vegetation. The entire area was parched by the sun. But the moment one arrived at the house, which was at the top of a hill, the view changed. It was breathtaking. Below, extending in both directions, there was a beach of golden sand, dotted here and there with a few umbrellas.